Good morning. This morning's topic is the bells of belonging and started ringing in Cato Town again this past Monday. And with me this morning to talk about that, I have Lynn Keekley and Diane Witt, both on the Nick Blue Cares Advisory Board. Good morning, ladies. Good morning. Good morning. Well, back in November, we talked with Mary Ann Bow about the Compassionate Towns, Cato Towns, and the Bells of Belonging, which were first rung back in November on the bridge between Mankato and North Mankato. And this started up again just past Monday. The Bells of Belonging are ringing. What are the Bells of Belonging? For someone says, what in the world are you talking about? Well, I think the idea of the Bells of Belonging is just to take, to have a, a time when we can just take a moment to uh, just all pause in our daily lives and just to recognize that we all belong to this community together. And in big ways and small ways, we can help each other and we can um, be in community with each other. So that's, that's kind of the idea of the once a month um, ringing of the bells. And where do these bells, where are these bells at? Because I know before when you first started, they rang a bell, I think it was on the bridge. Yep. Is that where it happened well, again? it was actually the first Presbyterian church that we did okay. in November. And we were standing on the bridge because we had just signed the Cato Towns Charter in November. Uh, but now we've, we've gotten buy-in from a lot of different churches and uh, other organizations who want to be involved. So many of the churches downtown, uh, even the... Um, the city has bells and they're they're talking about running bringing them so we really want anybody if if anybody has bells in their house and they want to just go out in the yard and ring them or or whatever it is it it isn't just specific to any one place or any any one organization it's really an invitation to to anybody who wants to participate is is more than welcome now it was in november when you first kicked off the the charter between the cato for cato towns why now again on May 2nd as the first one, the first Monday, I guess it's supposed to be the first Monday of every every, every, month. every month. Every month at okay. noon. And part of it, it, it's gathering and getting the organization built so that we can talk to different organizations, invite them to ring their bells. And so we're just growing it. So what time should people ring their bells? And so on the first Monday of the month. At noon. At noon. For one minute. For oh, for one just, minute. Just one minute. And and really what we're trying to do is just make it easy, make it so you don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to you don't have to do anything special. It's just take a moment once a month to just think about how we are together and how we all belong here together. And maybe it's a time that that you could take a minute to to think about maybe somebody that you've lost in your own life and thinking about about that for a minute or or maybe it gives you pause to think about uh, somebody that you know has experienced some sort of loss or uh, something like that and, and just to, and maybe it'll give you pause to to reach out and make a phone call or maybe it will uh, give you a second to uh, reach out to a neighbor stop by and and uh, pay them a visit or anything like that I mean it's it's nothing specific it's it but it just is is something that will just give us that that moment to just think about how we can support each other and how we all do belong here together. It's all a part of that Cato Towns Compassionate Charter, which was signed Correct. last fall. So let's describe what is the Cato Compassionate Charter. The Cato Towns Compassionate Charter is a group of organizations within the Mankato and North Mankato 
who have identified a best practice to support each other when they're experiencing um, a, a challenge, a crisis, a loss. And, and so any organization can be a member of the charter. If you go to Nick Blue Cares, N-I-C-B-L-U-Cares.com, we have um, an easy-to-follow script of how do you have these, or- these conversations within your own organization and how do you develop a best practice to help support your members. Can you give me an example of some of the folks who are part of the the charter of the Cato Towns Compassionate? Group? I can. Uh, so, so the the ones who have uh, who were part of the focus group the focus groups and the the original writing of the charter were Blue Earth County Community Corrections, City of Mankato, City of Mankato Public Safety, City of North Mankato, Acumen Pathstone Living. First Presbyterian Church, Greater Mankato Diversity Council, Loyola Catholic Schools, Mankato Public Schools, ISD 77, Messiah Lutheran, Minnesota River Agency on Aging, Minnesota State University, MRCI, and South Central College. So really a wide variety of of different organizations. And like Diane said, this isn't the end, uh, and this isn't, you know, everybody that we hope participates. We hope that Many organizations, whether you're just a small family-owned business, whether you're even a neighborhood, even a neighborhood could do it, to all get together and just say, you know what, when we have people who, who need us, this is, this is what we do to support each other. And kind of just making that declaration just gets everybody on the same page about, about what we care about and, and how we are there for each other. It reminds me back in the days when there was the flood in Lower North Mankato, how all the communities got together and helped to stop, try to prevent as much mm-hmm. damage for, as possible. And then the development of the North Cato Fund Days was a big thank you party, essentially, and it's continued for years. So sort of that whole community helping others. Right, but without having to have a natural disaster, <laughs> right? So, I mean... Well, that's always a good thing, yes. <laughs> right? But, I mean, people people go through hard times in their lives with that you know that that aren't very public a lot of times i think i think those are the easy times to support each other when it's in the news or when there's something when there's, tragic right, and, yeah. right when there's something big or when you know maybe somebody has a cancer diagnosis and and there's there's a lot of pub- publicity about it those are and not that they're easy times at all but those are the times when it's when it's kind of easier to jump on board and say because i i think in the heart of hearts everybody wants to help Right, but we just don't really know what to do or or how to do it, or if if someone around you experiences some kind of loss, we just don't. We're not we're not real skilled sometimes at at doing these kind of things. So this is this is just kind of a way to just put it in the forefront of our minds and just and just saying it can be anything and it doesn't have to be anything specific, um, but just that that we can all show up for each other, any old time. And one thing out of Nick. CARES has developed is a community resource directory. NickBlueCaresNow.com is a place where you can go, I I assume, to find Mm -hmm. out any services or other things. Yes. Right. It's a list of all of the community services. So it's a safety net. And so you can go on there if you have a need for emergency housing or you need food or whatever services you need. So it's a list of what are all the resources within this greater community. And it's really built on, and this is kind of where nursing and, and the social sciences kind of come in, it's, it's built on the social determinants of health. And so we know that there are, are things that happen within people's lives that really affect how healthy they can be. And, and it's not just about, you know, what kind of, what 
if you have cancer or not, or if you have some kind of medical diagnosis. It's about things like, do you have enough food? Do you have secure housing? Are you secure? Are you safe in that housing that you live in? So all of these different things. So if you go on the Nick Blue Cares website, you'll see that that the the services are kind of broken out, maybe in a different, like the headings are maybe in a different way than you've seen before. And that's really why, because it's built on the social determinants of health. And another thing is you can, you uh, within the website, you can add services that you know about if you don't see them there. So it's a really easy form to fill out. And there's a company that um, that runs this database and they will follow up with the people who you put in as the contact information. So they'll make sure everything's correct. And it can be something as simple as a Facebook page that people go to. So it doesn't have to be so, you know, it doesn't have to be an organization that has a big website or that has a 24 hour hotline or something like that. So we want to have we know that Mankato and North Mankato care for each other. We know that we have a lot, a lot of um, services that people really depend on and that people could get services from if they knew about them. Well, has there never been a centralized database essentially mm-hmm. for these resources? Is that kind of the problem or? There has not. And oh, okay. there's not that I'm aware of. And oftentimes people don't know what's out there. Even providers don't know what resources are out there for the people they're serving. Wow, that's, that's I guess, surprising yeah. that it hasn't happened already because it seems like social workers or something would have something or access I think to it's, something. I think it's pretty siloed, like most things <laughs> that, that we find. You know, the, I think the, the social workers probably have their network of things. The churches, probably individual churches have their network of things. Um, the city might have their network of things. But looking at things that are all connected or that or that you can see in one place probably is new. And another part of it is because it's on the web, it's not another directory that needs to be printed or updated every time some kind of information changes. So another part of this website, and and we do pay for a service for this website, um, and this company every six months checks the validity of the information that's in there to make sure that the phone name number is correct and the website is correct and those kind of things. So it does have that woven in because there's nothing more frustrating than if you're trying to find something and the phone number doesn't work or the website link is broken or something like that. So, So it's really the intention to make sure that people can go to this, whether it's finding it for yourself or if if you know somebody needs support going on there and, and looking you know, because when you're when you're underwater, it's really tough to ask for help, you know. Right. And so if you know somebody that needs help, you can check it out, see what kind of things are out there, have a conversation, maybe look at it with them, you know, that sort of thing. So that's that's also part of why it's so out. what would define somebody needing help? Hmm. I mean, you know, there's so many different ways mm-hmm. that could be interpreted. Exactly. Interpreted. Yes, exactly. It's what it's we on the outside aren't the determinants. Does this person need help? Mm-hmm. So they decide do they need help or not and they identify what their needs In are. In any right. manner, shape or form. Exactly. exactly. I mean, think about any time in your life when something happens that changes, right? I mean, you have a baby, not a bad thing, but there's a lot of things that you you need now that that you didn't need before this baby came into your life. Mm-hmm. If you experience a loss that you were, you know, with a partner or for years and years and that partner is no longer there, there are things that you you might need. So on any end of the spectrum and really anything in between. There are just times when we go through changes or transitions in our life and I think especially going through COVID, I think all of this has really bubbled up to the surface that 
we cannot be by ourselves to manage everything that life throws at us. And it and it isn't a, a failure on anybody's part. It's just we're not made that way. And so we need to be in community. We need to help each other. And we need to we really we need to depend on each other because we it's it's terrible to go through life without each other. Now, you and Diane are both on the Nick Blue Cares Advisory Board. So what does that advisory board consist of and what sorts of things do you do? Hmm. We have a lot of early morning meetings, I can tell you that. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so there's, a, at least for me, it's, it's early. <laughs> I think the primary focus of the Nick Blue Cares Advisory Board is really moving the compassionate city um, agenda forward and really trying to, to it's really a a groundswell, you know, trying, that's not the right word, but grassroots, maybe it is. It's grassroots. How do we build community? Mm -hmm. How do we commend those fences or pull down the fences that have been built so that we become an engaged community again? And that's, and so that's the real purpose of this, of the board is how do we create this and how do we maintain it over time? So in addition to having a web base of all these wonderful resources, what other things are there? Are there other tangible things? Well, <laughs> there is the charter that people can mm-hmm. can be part of, and then the the bell ringing is the is the piece of it that that everybody can participate in. So it's more of an awareness. There, there is. There are it. other projects that that we're working on. I don't know that. I don't know that we're we're Ready right to, at the at the point that we can we can share about sure. things because I I guess one really interesting part of this and the and the charter started out like this too is there's a research component to it. And so Diane led a team of nursing researchers who, who were running these focus groups and then um, compiling the themes that came through in these, in these um, focus groups and also kind of putting the how-tos together. So once we kind of have this up and running, we think that there are going to be other communities who are going to want to, want to follow this. And so now we have the, the path kind of put forward and in best practices, because it's been done as a research project, that we can we can now hand up, hand off this toolkit to other communities to say you can be a compassionate community too, because there are many many compassionate communities around the world, but Mankato was the very first one in the United States. Really, and so we have some catching up to do, but we really have kind of taken this, and it seems like kind of a long process. I think we've been at this for like five years or oh, really? something like okay. that. Well, <laughs> it does seem like a long process, but I think the way that we've done it that it that we're really thinking about sustainability and we're really mm-hmm. thinking about how this can can um, be done by other communities. So we've been really thoughtful about that and and putting the the pieces together then that others can can simply just take from us so you so we're not reinventing the wheel every single time. So I think that's really important and there are other projects but it's kind of the same thing we're trying to build them in a way that that they can be replicated by by other organizations or or other communities. So it's not um I think I think what we really want to focus on when people think about Nick Blue Cares right now is that we really belong in this community. We belong together. And we're all caregivers, and we all care for each other. So there's, you know, that that thought that that we don't have. And if you are alone, you don't have to be alone. And and there are there are ways, and there are resources out there, and there are there are ways to connect. So that's that's really the message that that Nick Blue Cares is is really focusing on at this point. And I want to remind people again: go to nickbluecaresnow.com to find that community resource directory. 
and that'll also explain the Cato Towns Compassionate Charter as well. Is that all in that yep, place? It's all on the website. It's all yep. there. Well, I want to thank you ladies for coming on, and I hope people will take that to heart every first Monday of the month at noon. They can go out and ring their bells, no matter what kind of bell it is, and just maybe ponder a little bit. Yep. Any final words from either of you, Lynn Keekley and Diane Witt? No, just thanks for having us. And, thank you. Uh, and you know, we're just really happy to be part of this community and, and, uh, and think that it's got a lot of great things going for it. Thanks for the work you do. Yeah, thank you. Thank you.